opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Happy Tuesday, everybody. This is Helpful Hints on Using Homophones for November 28, 2023. We are now at about a year since we started doing this class, and we're still going. I'm Mary Hopp, and I'd like to welcome our Zoom participants, those tuning in on our community channel, which is ACB Media 5, and those listening to our program via podcast. Today, we have Brad as our streamer and Mary Ann as our host Thanks to both of you for volunteering to help us today. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, so much for giving uh, for me giving you the option two weeks ago to have the homophones on Thanksgiving week. And most of you wanted it. And so did I. But I did something to my I have bad arthritis and I did something to my um, left neck, shoulder and arm and basically could not function. So I do apologize for that. Um, let's see, I have a good bit to cover today. Um, so I will just go over this first part fairly quickly. Um, in case someone here doesn't know what homophones are, homophones are pairs of words, or in some cases, groups of words that sound alike, but they differ in spelling and in meaning. And some examples of homophones that we're going to work on today are past, P-A-S-T, and past, P-A-S-S-E-D. We also have four, F-O-R, four, F-O-U-R, and four, F-O-R-E. And we have hi, H-I, hi, H-I-E. And hi, H-I-G-H. So we will be covering those today. And by the way, um, the word homophone is spelled H-O-M-O-P-H-O-N-E. All right. Well, let's go to our error report. I hope some of you took this time off in these two weeks to to scour your emails and articles and all these things you read in braille or large print. And I hope that you looked over those things. Um, I managed to find a few. And let's see, I'll go over mine in a minute, but I'd like to hear about yours first if you have any. If you have some, please raise your hand. Nora has her hand raised. Yes, Nora. (laughs) Yeah, hello. I'm glad to be back. I, and my, I found the wonderful words are supposed to be two, T-O-O, instead of T-O in one of the sentences in uh-huh. my Facebook. And on oh. Facebook, I, I saw H-E-A-R when it's supposed to be H-E-R-E. Wow. And, uh, and I just mentioned those today, and that's pretty much it. And Shia wasn't here two weeks ago. I was at my daughter's. <laughs> well, I missed you. I know. I always miss you. Miss you. Too. I missed you. I'm glad you're back, though. Thank you. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you for those, Nori. You might have to start a homophones class on Facebook pretty soon. That would be great. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. We have Doc Anybody with else with yep, Aaron? Doc. Doc. All right. Oh, hello, Doc. Well, good afternoon. Well, I found it's improperly used. Oh, yes. Yes. Can you remember the sentence? Um, no, I don't. Okay, that's all right. I tell you I that just made that note is note of it. I, I, um, I come across that one so much being used incorrectly. I really don't see what's so hard about it. No, I mean if you can't put it is in the sentence in place of that word, if you can't use that, then it's automatically ITS because it's possessive. But I you know, see it all the time, Doc. I do, too. You know, when I hear verbally is uh, I instead of me. That, oh, that yes. Might be one to look at sometime. Yes, it, it very well may be because um, I, I um, also have that a lot. And, you know, it, it's really... Um, people really get those confused. So that might be very a very good thing to look at. Thank you for that suggestion. I just wrote it down. Okay. All right. Mary Ann, do we have anybody else? Not currently, Mary. All right. Well, I will go over the two that I have. Actually, I thought I got I found three, but sometimes when I find them, it's not a convenient time for me to take note of them. And so that's what happens sometimes, but I still have two. All right. This is between mantle, M-A-N-T-L-E, and mantle, M-A-N-T-E-L. And the sentence is, this would be a lovely item for your mantelpiece. I know we haven't studied this one, but does anyone, can anyone raise your hand and do that you have a good idea of um, which one it might be? No hands. <clears throat> All right. Well, I will tell you, um, they used M-A-N-T-L-E, but M-A-N-T-L-E means a cloak or something that conceals like the a mantle of darkness. That's M-A-N-T-L-E. And M-A-N-T-E-L, which would have been correct in this sentence, is a shelf above a fireplace, like put the clock on the mantle. So in this particular sentence that we have, um, this would be a lovely item for your mantelpiece. It's M-A-N-T-E-L. And you know, one thing that helps, this might sound silly, but one thing that helps me remember the difference is usually I'm talking, if I'm saying mantle, I'm generally talking about, you know, uh, something above a fireplace. And when you say M-A-N-T-E-L, and then it's a compound word with P-I-E-C-E. -E. Oh, that's another homophone. Um, that was spelled correct, however. Um, when you say the, L, the last word in mantle, the last letter in mantle, which is L, 
and the first letter in peace, which is P, both have dots one, two, and three in them. So when I'm talking about a mantelpiece, I know it's M-A-N-T-E-L-P-I-E-C-E. So for you Braille users, that may or may not help you because both the L and the P have one, two, three, the dots one, two, three in them. All right. Um, so let's see. My other one, this is a little simpler. Um, this is between B-E and B-E-E. -E. Okay. I may not be there if my schedule gets too tight. Which B would that be? Raise your hand if you know. You have three raised hands. All right. We have, um, I'll... we'll try Chanel. All right, Chanel. B-E. B-E, that's correct. Yes, B-E. It's the linking verb. I may not be there. They had B-E-E, -E, and I may not be there. B-E-E -E is an insect, one of those horrible buzzy bees. That will sting you. So I may not be there if my schedule gets too tight. All right. Let's see. Let's um, last time, two weeks ago, um, we were still working on P-A-S-S-E-D and P-A-S-T. So um I don't plan to go over the, the entire lessons again, um, unless, you know, unless somebody really is having trouble. But, um, but I will touch some high points. Um, we discussed that P-A-S-S-E-D is the past tense of pass, P-A-S-S. -S. So it's I pass and then I passed or I have passed. So that's P-A-S-S-E-D. All right. And we did say that when we're talking about past tense, that is P-A-S-T, the phrase past tense, P-A-S-T. All right. Let me get over to my other one that I wanted to. All right. Okay, here we go. All right. And this little summary that I found of P-A-S-T. All right. P-A-S-T can be a noun referring to a period of time before the present. Like, he never discussed his past. That's P-A-S-T. P-A-S-T can also be an adjective referring to a period of time before the present. I've spent most of the past eight years looking after children. That past eight years, that's P-A-S-T. That's an adjective referring to a period of time before the present. We also said that 
past is P-A-S-T is also used as a preposition or adverb to say that someone goes near something when they're moving in a particular direction. He walked past the school. P-A-S-T. Or people ran past laughing. In that case, the preposition one, that is, he walked past the school. Past, P-A-S-T, is the preposition. And school is the object of the preposition. And then the adverb example there is people ran past laughing. P-A-S-T. Okay, so that that is basically all I had planned to go over before we do some sentences. Um, does anyone have any questions about that? You have hands up from before. Um, I'm not oh, sure. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Uh, I forgot uh, to no, tell no. you. Yeah, can uh, just lower them all after each yeah, segment? You'll have to do that between each sentence. Got it. Okay. Yeah, I forgot to tell you. I'm sorry. That's okay. All right. Does anyone have any any questions about what I just went over with past and past? Nora has a um, her hand up for a question. Okay, Chanel, Nora. And I'm not sure yeah. if Chanel had a question or not. Okay. Yeah, I know a question. Uh, but anyway, um, I missed it when we talked about the P-A-S-S-E-D, like mm -hmm. someone has passed away. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes, we have passed away and passed on, passed yeah. by. That's all P-A-S-S-E-D. And you'll find that P-A-S-S-E-D is just about always a verb, an action word. Does yeah. that help? Yep. Thank you. Okay, Chanel, did you have something? <clears throat> yeah, I was just going to attempt to redeem myself this time since I misspoke last time. I was oh. just thinking as you were talking, um, during the past, P-A-S-T, week, time, P-A-S-S-E-D, very slowly. Yes, very good. So there during you go. the past, time passed very slowly. Now it's going it quite but rapidly. Yeah. No, it, it, it always, I was just being facetious. It always goes rapidly, but yeah. yeah well, you know, when, when I was a kid, I mean, a, I loved school, but a school year seemed to take forever, really, even though I liked it, it just seemed like it. And then, you know, the farther along I went, they seemed to go faster and faster, but now everything just flies. I mean, one minute we're saying, oh, I'm so glad the week is here and, you know, Monday through Friday and we're on Monday and gosh, before we know it, it's Saturday. Unbelievable. You know why? Why? Well, psychologically, just to, to make an example, if you're mm -hmm. two years old and you have to wait a year for the next Christmas, for example, that's. 50% of your life. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's if you're true. 50, if you're 50, <laughs> then it's only 2% of your life. Hmm. That's well, true. Well, that makes sense. I've never thought of that, though. That's that's interesting. 
Very interesting. Thank you for that. Yep. All right. We have anyone else, Mary Ann? Don't have any other hands currently. All right. Well, if you'll lower them, <laughs> yep, I will they're down. now they're down. go to the sentences. Thank you. Sure. And let me know if I go too fast and you're having a hard time getting them all lowered between the oh, sentences. No, it'll okay. be fine. Thank you. All right. Here we go. Past or past. The little boy is able to count past 10 now. Chanel has her hand raised. Okay, Chanel. P-A-S-T. P-A-S-T. Yes. I would say it's a preposition in that case. Thank you, Chanel. What about this one? Forget the past. Randy has his hand raised. Yes, Randy. P-A-S-T. Exactly. Yes, it's used as a noun in that case. Forget the past. Let's move on to the present. Thank you, Randy. Thank you. What about this? Time passed slowly. Deb has her hand up. Yes, Deb. So it'd be P-A-S-S-E-D. Yes, and that is a verb in this case. So that, that's a good one. That is correct. Thank you, Deb. Well, and we have, let's drive past their house to see if they're home. Let's drive past their house. Randy has his hand raised. Yes, Randy. P-A-S-T. That's right. Thank you. That's a, another um, time when it's used as a preposition. Past and then house is the object of the preposition. Very good. We've passed your house many times. Chanel. Chanel. P-A-S-S-E-D. Correct. Yes, that's a verb in this case. We've passed your house many times. I can't believe you passed up such a great opportunity. Janet. <clears throat> yes, Janet. Miss Janet. You are unmuted, Janet. We're not hearing you, though. No. We have, she was um, talking. Earlier. Now she's muted. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, <clears throat> we have Teresa. Oh, sorry, I got a phone oh, call. There you are, Janet. Um, P-A-S-S-E-D. P-A-S-S-E-D. I can't believe you passed up such a great opportunity. Correct, Janet? All right. I usually stay up past midnight. Um, Teresa? Yes, Teresa. P-A-S-S-E-D. No, in this case, it's P-A-S-T. Oh, oh. 
It's, um, oh, it's okay. a preposition in this case. And P-A-S-S-E-D is just about always a verb. Well, thank you for okay. trying, though. Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay. I get it now. All right. Good. That's the main thing, that you understand it. It's all right to make a little mistake, but the main thing is that you understand why the mistake. So that's great. Right. Good job. The legislature <laughs> passed the bill. Randy? Or yeah. Nora? Okay, I'm sorry. P-A-S-T. I could be no. wrong. This I'll time, P-A-S-S-E-D. Yes, it passed the bill. It did a, an action. It's a verb in this case. Legislature is the subject and passed is the verb. P-A-S-S-E-D. I caught myself. <laughs> <laughs> Means it approved it or it adopted it. All right. Thank you, Randy. I have a friend who lives in the past. Nora? <clears throat> yes, Nora. P-A-S-T. That's correct. Yes. And in this case, past is a noun. It's the object of the preposition in. Very good. All right. As she passed the library door, the telephone began to ring. Chanel? Yes, Chanel. P-A-S-S-E-D. Yes, it is. Used as a verb there. Thank you, Chanel. All right. They walked past the memorial in silence. Randy? Yes, Randy. P-A-S-S. No, it's either P-A-S-S-E-D or P-A-S-T. Oh, sorry. No, no problem. They walked past the memorial in silence. Someone else? Yes. Um, Teresa? Okay, Teresa. You're muted, Teresa. P-A-S-T. Yes. Oh, that's Janet. Well, I was calling on Teresa, but that's okay. Oh, I'll, Janet okay. had her hands up, too. Yeah, that's I had my hands up, too. Sorry about that. That's <laughs> I, I was making up with the mistake I made on my phone ring earlier, and it was uh, someone I didn't know. So. Oh, gosh. I hate that. <laughs> they walked past the memorial in silence. Past here is a preposition. P-A-S-T. T. Mm -hmm. P-A-S-T. She passed all of her biology tests. Deb? Deb Lewis. P-A-S-S-E-D. That's correct. Thank you, Deb. She passed. It's a verb there. All right. Let's try a few more. The bus past a gas station. Teresa? Yes, Teresa. 
In this case, it would be P-A-S-S-E-D. That's correct. It's, it's a verb the in this is case. Traveling. Yes, it's the traveling. bus is traveling. It, it's moving. It's an it's action traveling. word. Thank you, Teresa. What but about this? The bus stop is past the gas station, and that would be P-A-S-T. Like if you oh, yeah. Where, where the bus, the bus stop, stop is. That's right. The bus stop is past the gas station. That changes it. It's, in, it's a preposition now, P-A-S-T. That's correct. All right. You're past sucking your thumb, so don't do it. Herbie. Herbie. P-A-S-T. P-A-S-T. Very good. Very good. That's excellent. A new law was passed by Parliament. Nora. P-A-S-S-E-D. P-A-S-S-E-D. That's correct. Parliament passed that new law, an action word or verb. The little boy is able to count past 10 now. Chanel? P-A-S-T. P-A-S-T. Very good. All right. P-A-S-T. It's a preposition. And let's see. Time passed slowly. Teresa? Teresa. Okay, can you hear me? I yep. can. Okay, okay, that would be P-A-S-S-E-D because... P-A-S-S-E-D. E-D. Uh-huh. Right, P-A. All right, very good. Okay, I will stop there. And sometime, somehow I got in the wrong spot and I was repeating some of my sentences. Don't ask me how I did that. Okay. <laughs> um, how... Now, if you have a, a feeling about this, raise your hand. How do most of you feel about P-A-S-S-E-D and P-A-S-T? Do you feel pretty good about them? I know I know that two weeks have passed by. Um, you know, do you, we won't do any more with them today, but do you feel a need to go over of any of that again? Just raise your hand if you have a particular comment, if you feel sure or you don't feel sure. Nora has her hand up. <clears throat> yes, Nora. I'd rather continue. I'm sorry, I didn't understand. I'd rather continue. With, oh, you'd with rather continue with, with some new ones? No, with a, uh, continue with a past and past. Oh, well, we, we can go over them again if enough people want that, but not today. Oh, okay. Not today. Coming. Right. <laughs> yeah. You. Anybody else have a have a feeling about that? Nor would like no to go over that again. Oh, some Teresa has her hand up. Teresa, okay, Teresa. Um, maybe, perhaps we could come back and review this again. Um, can you today, can you talk you know. closer to your microphone? Okay. I'm not really okay. All right, I said we could come back and review these again. You know, another week. You know, next week or week after. Just 
Okay. So that, uh, we can all understand them better because I, I got stumped on one myself. Okay. Well, you know what happened? Um, we actually started past and past like three weeks ago. And then the uh-huh. next week I picked up on more of it. And then I missed a week. And so it really, that's why I'm asking because it, you know, I I did notice that some people messed up and I'm not fussing, but, um, you know, over that long amount of time, you know, so anybody else? Chanel has her hand up. Yes, Chanel. I say we, in the next homophone B, we pass around the past. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'm hey, I thought of when Herbie picked up um, thumb sucking, when he got <laughs> the one about on sucking his thumb, I really, I, I wrote I'm just like, Herbie. <laughs> no, he doesn't do that. He might do some other, anyway, I, but um, I, 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 I might I do some other laughing. things with Chanel. <laughs> I, I get it, but um, yeah, we, we, um, we can, we can move on in my opinion. And then um, I, Oh, the other tip I was going to suggest is if you really want to understand these homophones, take the time to come up with some sentences as painful as writing is. And as much as I hate writing, I hate it with a passion, but coming up with sentences is actually a a good way to um, reinforce the It definitely is. Thank you for those two tips. Writing sentences is a good way. And that way, if you don't know which one or or not sure which one belongs in the sentence you're writing, guess what? You can bring it to me. You can bring it to class. And um, I or a a fellow um, participant can help with it. So that's an excellent idea. And I like the thing about um, not necessarily going over the lesson again, but making sure that we have, you know, quite a number of these kind of sentences in the next homophone B, which I'll have to I'll have to do pretty soon. I, I'm not sure when yet, though. But um, I think that's a good idea. Um, so I think I think that's what we will do. Um, that way we won't you know, we won't be stuck on it, but we can, we can move on and then we can still have it in the homophone B. Very good. Oh, I'm past dealing with these two. (laughs) You're past dealing with these two. Yeah. It does seem like we've been doing these a long time, but you know, in actuality, I guess with all the, the breaks and stuff, it, it really hasn't been. Yep. You're right. Um, Let's move on to some other ones. Um, let's move on to F-O-R, F-O-R-E, and F-O-U-R. Okay, the first one I'm going to do is F-O-R-E. As soon as I find it. Oh, here it is. Okay. F-O-R-E means located at, in, or toward the front, like the four legs of a horse. All right? So the four legs, that's a compound word, F-O-R-E-L-E-G-S, and you're talking about the horse's two front legs. All right? Um, also for, I don't hear this a whole lot, 
but occasionally you'll hear it um, or you'll see it like apostrophe F-O-R-E, and it means before. Um, this would not be used in real formal writing, but something like, you better clean your room for your dad gets home. You better clean your room for your dad gets home before apostrophe F-O-R-E, kind of a partial word. Okay, to the four, three different words, T-O space T-H-E space F-O-R-E. That's a little phrase that means in, into, or toward a position of prominence, like a new virtuoso has come to the fore, F-O-R-E. They've become prominent. They have a prominent position now. They've come to the fore, F-O-R-E. And this one, I had never heard of this, but I saw it in a whole bunch of the, the um, dictionary entries I looked at. Um, F-O-R-E can be used as an interjection in golf. Um, it's a warning shout made by a player when they're about to make a shot so that everybody will get out of the way of the ball if they're in the way. I guess they just yell, four, F-O-R-E. Um, nautical terms. Um, sometimes you hear people talk about fore and aft, three different words, F-O-R-E space A-N-D space A-F-T, located at or directed toward both ends of a vessel, a fore and aft rig. I don't, I don't use that really. Um, it can also be um, like a prefix in front of a lot of other words like um, forehead, that's compound, F-O-R-E-H-E-A-D. Um, forward, now, I'm not talking about forward, like move forward. I'm talking about the forward at the beginning of a book. They often have a forward. That is F-O-R-E-W-O-R-D, a compound word. Forefront, F-O-R-E-F-R-O-N-T, compound word. Let's see if we have anybody else who can think perhaps of some of these words. There's lots of them. No, Nora has her hand raised. Okay, Nora. Yeah, forearm. Or, forearm, A-R-M-A. Oh, forearms. Okay, yes, yeah, that's forearm. correct. Yeah, mm -hmm. forearms. That's right. All right, thank we you. Doc. <clears throat> hey, Doc. Our forefathers. Yes, forefathers. I knew y'all would come up with some. Very good. Thank you, okay. Doc. Chanel. Yep. Chanel. We have words like um, foresee yeah. or forewarn. Mm -hmm. um, and then I also thought of, I think I've heard of the word foreskin. Oh, yes. Yes, I've heard of that. F-O-R-E-S-K-I-N. Exactly. Yep. Yes, very and, good. And Janet. Okay. Oh, Janet, she just lowered her hand. So okay. So might have. And Randy. All right. All right. Okay. Any, any Randy? others? Randy. Randy? 
Four Seasons Hotel. Well, that would actually be F O U R. Yes. Four Four Seasons, like the, and we're going to cover that in a minute. That's the number four. But yes. thank you. All right. Anybody else, Marianne? Uh, Deb. Deb Lewis. Foreman. How about Foreman? Foreman. Yes, F-O-R-E-M-A-N. The foreman on this crew. Or foreseen. Foreseen, yes, that's correct. All right. That's all. What about, okay, we also have, um, let's see, forecast, F-O-R-E-C-A-S-T. Um, let's see, foretaste. I don't think we said that. That's a foretaste of what's going to happen. F O R E T A S T E, compound words. Um, I don't think we said foremost. F O R E M O S T. And that's all the ones I've got. Okay. Did we get foretell? Oh, foretell. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. And uh, Marianne just said forethought. Forethought. Great. These are good. Marianne, the Sorry, I was just not supposed to participate, but. Oh, no, no. I was just going to say that the participants in this this call, I don't mind, really. They they know that sometimes I'll take some of these words they come up with and put them in sentences. How about foresight? I'm sorry. Forsake. It's Randy. Forsake? Yeah. F-O-R-M-A-E. Sake. S-A-K. Oh, Forsake. Oh, Forsake. That that is actually F-O-R-S-A-K-E. When you forsake somebody, you leave them? Yeah, that's what I mean. But I said Forsake. That's all right. Maybe E. And then Sake. I, I've never heard of F O R E S A K E. Well, I I wasn't sure about the E, so uh, that's why I said uh, maybe E. Maybe yes. Well, and we haven't learned all these yet either. Yeah, so, so that I, that doesn't help. That maybe E. So I did say F O R. All right, Teresa F-O-R. has her hand up. Yes, Teresa. Your head. Your forehead. Your oh, yeah, forehead. Yeah. Let me feel your forehead. Yes, ma'am. That's right. For yep. woman. For woman? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I guess it'd be about the said, same as a, 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 man, a well, foreman. Man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you just don't hear that one as much, but it, it certainly would work. All right. Well, we also we also had our four mothers as women, you know. We well, had that's our true. four mothers learn learn things from our four mothers. That's right. You know, you just don't hear that. But there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, if we have four fathers, certainly we have four mothers. We had to have mothers to get here. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> All right. No other hands. Okay. Let us go on then to F-O-U-R. Okay, four is a number. I have four pennies. 
Two plus two equals four, F-O-U-R. One plus three equals four, F-O-U-R. Always a number. And on a clock, um, when you're saying like four o'clock, F-O-U-R, four o'clock. Um, the fourth in a set or sequence, what day of the week will the 4th of July be on this year? That's F-O-U-R-T-H, right? Um, then we've got a little idiom. We say all fours, like when you get on your hands and knees, all four limbs of an animal or person. I got down on all fours to find the small puzzle pieces that were missing. I have a little two-year-old nephew that has a fit if one of his puzzle pieces is missing. So sometimes people have to get down on all fours to find them. But at least he cares if they're missing or not. All right. Well, that's really all I have about four. Any comments on that? Four legs of a horse. Four legs, F-O-R-E-L-E-G-S. Yes, sir. Two front legs. Four legs of a table. The four what? I'm sorry. Legs legs of a table. Oh, yeah. Four you legs know, like of a table. The coffee table would have four legs. Four legs. And it's F-O-U-R. Uh-huh. Four, four F-O-U-R-L-E-G-S. Mm-hmm. Four legs. Yep. Okay. Let's see here. I need to go now, unless anybody has any other um, questions or comments. There's uh, four doors. Oh, yeah. Four doors four of a car. F-O-U-R. That's the number of doors of the car. That's fancy. Four wheels. A car. Four wheels. Four wheels. Four wheels of a car. Four um, yes, F-O-U-R. Nora just raised F her hand. Yes, Nora. I know two words, F-O-R-F-O-U-R-T-H and F-O-R-T-H, not the same. That was spelled oh. different. Hey, that's another um another homophone pair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sure. Yeah, the um the F-O-U-R-T-H that we just talked about would be like um he sits on the fourth row. And then we have F-O-R-T-H, which would mean like he goes back and forth across mm -hmm. the room, back which and I, forth. Which I, thank you. Uh-huh. Uh thank heard, you. I've heard people, when they say they're going to go to the room, they'll say, they'll say well, I'm going to go in, in here and stare at my four walls. Oh, yes. Four walls. F-O-U-R. That can get tiring. Yes, yeah. yes it can. Four walls, they're closing in on you. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is correct. All right. Anyone else? I was going to say, it's Randy. Again, I, I was going to say he is so forthright. F-O-R-T-H. Uh, I got to say. But... Yes, forthright. That in that other homophone pair we were talking about with fourth and fourth, fourth right. That's a compound word. F O R T H R I G H T. Fourth right. Good word, Randy. Thank you. Please raise your hand when you want to talk, though, okay? 
I'm glad I'm glad you brought that up. That's great. All right. Anyone else? No other hands, Mary. Okay. Let's move on to four, F-O-R. Well, I'm sure you can, you can well imagine that F-O-R has a lot of different meanings and kinds of ways that it's used. So I will go over quite a few of the most common ways F-O-R is used. It can be used to mean in support of. She voted for the Republican candidate. F-O-R. It can be used um, on behalf, let's see, Um, where's my other little thing here? And it's most of the time a a preposition. Um, It can mean with the object or purpose of, like she runs for exercise, F-O-R. And remember, you don't need to remember these definitions. The main thing I give them to help, but the main thing is just to remember how they're used in a sentence. She runs for exercise. That's the purpose of her exercise, F-O-R. All right. And then this one we have, intended to belong to or be used in connection with. All of this is equipment for the army or the army, for F-O-R is a preposition there. This cabinet is for dishes, F-O-R, another preposition, and the object of that preposition is dishes. All right, it can also mean in order to obtain, gain, or acquire. He works very hard for his wages. F-O-R. It can express a wish. Oh, for a cold drink. F-O-R. It can mean sensitive or responsive to. She has an eye for beauty. F-O-R. It can mean desirous of. Kim Long's. For adventure, O-R. Let's see here. All right, got that one. Let's see. It can indicate a destination. They headed for town. And it can mean, it can indicate the recipient or beneficiary of an action. He prepared lunch for us, F-O-R. It can mean on behalf of. Mr. Thompson spoke for all the members, F-O-R. It can mean in favor of, were they for or against the proposal? F-O-R, in place of, is there a good substitute for eggs in that recipe? F-O-R. It can indicate equality or equivalence. He paid $10 for his ticket. F-O-R. 
or she repeated the conversation word for word, F-O-R, right? And it can indicate correlation or correspondence. He took two steps back for every step forward. Actually, we have two fours in here. Okay, he, he took two steps back, and then four would be F-O-R, for every step forward. And this forward is means like going forward, so that's F-O-R-W-A-R-D. Remember, we were talking about forward um, a little while ago about pertaining to a book, the foreword of a book, which was F-O-R-E. W-O-R-D. Well, this one to move forward is F-O-R-W-A-R-D. Guess we could call that another set of homophones. It can indicate amount, extent, or duration. We received a bill for $5. Or we walked for miles, F-O-R. We stood in line for an hour, F-O-R. It can indicate a specific time. I have an appointment for two o'clock, F-O-R. Um, let's see, indicates a, an actual or implied listing or choosing. Like for one thing, we can't afford it. So if you're saying that for one thing, we can't do that because we can't afford it. It sounds like you're probably going to going to say some more for one thing. It kind of implies you're going to be listing some things about why you can't do a, a specific thing. Um, it can mean as a result of they jumped for joy. F.O.R. It can indicate appropriateness or suitability. It will be for the judge to decide, F-O-R. And I do see, Marianne, that it's 10 minutes till. Just look it at just, my watch. I was just going to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh -huh. um, <clears throat> let's see. It can be used to mean concerning that, partic that teacher is a stickler for neatness. So as far as neatness is concerned, she's a stickler for that. And that's about all I have um, for four. So um, we will go over a few sentences now. Let's see. Let me get to my sentences. And this will be another one of those things that we have to pick up next week. I, I don't like that, but I don't see how, how we can do it in any other way. All right. What about this? Um, I sold 400 eggs today. Which four would Nora. that be? Nora. F-O-U-R. F-O-U-R. Yes, that's a number. 400. Thank you. They were heading for the border. Sorry. 
Teresa? Teresa? You say Teresa. Okay. Um, that would be F-O-R. F-O-R. That's, that's right. It's a preposition. Thank you. You can pretty much bet that if, if it wouldn't be used as F-O-R-E or F-O-U-R, just about anything else would be F-O-R. I mean, F-O-R is just used in tons and tons of ways. Um, so, and it's, it's usually a preposition. Occasionally, you will see it as a conjunction. Um, let's see, something like, they didn't go to the fair, comma, for they were tired. That's a conjunction, F-O-R. They didn't go to the fair or they were tired. What it's doing there is it's actually in between two um, separate sentences. We have they didn't go to the fair and they were tired and it's hooking them. That's what conjunctions do. And so it's um, they didn't go to the fair, comma, for F-O-R, they were tired. All right, our next I've sentence. A, I've heard the use of a word for, I've heard the use of the word F-O-R, but it's, it's kind of bad grammar. But um, you might hear somebody say, who'd you do that for? Oh, yeah. In fact, I was going to bring that up and I forgot. What'd you do that for? Yeah, you, you're right. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, even though it's not good grammar, you're still going to hear it and you're still going to see it because people just talk that way. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying I don't talk that way myself. Because I, I do sometimes, you know, I don't when I'm in formal writing, I don't, you know, I don't I don't do that. But that is F.O.R. What are you going there for? It's F.O.R. All right. So keep that in mind because you will hear and see it. What about this one? There had been no direct damage in the fore part of the ship. No hit. Uh, Chanel. All right, Chanel. F-O-R-E. Sorry, paying attention mm -hmm. to two different things. <laughs> All right. That's right, though. F-O-R-E-P-A-R-T. All right. That's correct. What about, oh, this one's got two in it. Um, you can either take one of them or you can take both. I've been working for four days straight. Nora Nora All right. the first one is F-O-R and the second one F-O-U-R that's right the first one is F-O-R it's, uh, it's actually a preposition in that case and then four days that's the number of days so it's F-O-U-R very good Nora thank you the kids have watched that movie four times randy <clears throat> randy yeah. f-o-u-r that's oh. right f-o-u-r the number of times they watched the movie the river ran for six miles Oops. teresa 
Teresa? Okay. Um, the, ra the river, the river ran, ran for, for six, six miles. Uh-huh. F-O-R. 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 Yes, F-O-R. It's a preposition there. Right. For six miles. Miles is actually the um, object of that preposition, but you have also six as an adjective that describes adjective. miles. How many miles? Mm-hmm. How many miles? That's right. All right. What about our yacht was well equipped with two double cabins fore and aft? Deb? F-O-R-E. F-O-R-E, meaning the front of the yacht, near the, near the front of the yacht. All right. Let's see. We'll do one more. All those who are for this proposal signify by saying I for this proposal. Randy? Randy? Okay, I'm going to take a guess. F-O-R. F-O-R. Yes, it's used as a preposition there. And the object of it is proposal. All right. Well, we will stop there. And next week, um, we will do some more sentences using these three forms of four. And I want to thank everyone who has come. I really appreciate you coming back to, to support me. I'm, I do enjoy this, as you well know. And I was very disappointed when I couldn't be here last week. So I'm so happy to be back. Um, and I want to thank uh, Mary Ann for hosting. You've done a very, very good welcome. job. You're and, welcome, uh, Mary. Hope we hope we have you again. <laughs> Thanks. And uh, I want to thank Brad for streaming. And let's see. Does anybody have any quick comment? Because we have to close the room pretty quick. Um, Teresa has her hand up. <clears throat> okay, Teresa. I'd like to uh, tell a friend of mine who's not an ACB, but I've tried to get her to come to a few calls and, you know, to help make her feel welcome. I'd like to tell her about this class. Hopefully, maybe she can come. Yeah, well, you know, you don't have to be an ACB to um, to come to these community calls. So no. tell her, tell her we'd be we'd be really happy to have her here. And she lives one state over from you. <laughs> oh, okay. Is she in okay. is she in Mississippi or Texas? Or, Mississippi. or is she in Arkansas with you? Mississippi. Okay, Mississippi. All right. Are you in Mississippi or Arkansas? Arkansas. Arkansas, I thought so. Okay. Well, okay. I'm going to let Marianne close down the room and I will okay. see you next week.